Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, I have my good buddy Scott Enders with me. Um, he is uh, going to talk to me a little bit about um, how love and fear manifest in his life, and also how he uh, how he manages to uh, like his release strategy, uh, you know, to unwind and uh, get away from it all. So, yeah. Scott. Thank you for being on the show. Ben, it's a pleasure to be here. Dude, good to have there. Good Seriously. Dude, no, really? No. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here with you and the internet. Great. I don't know if I've ever had any opportunities to be in front of the internet like this. Oh, yeah. It's a wild thing. Yeah, so there you go. Memes, That's the internet. A lot of nine cats and, you know, okay. meat cats, bad luck Brian's and shit. Oh, yeah. You know, the internet's a wild place. It so is. It's a cool is. place to be here. You also, know? can't forget about, um, can't forget about uh, Numa Numa. Yeah. Can't, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta remember where you came from. You can't know? forget about angry German kid. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Numa Numa though. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's a classic. But yeah, yeah, that's that right there is the internet. Yeah. What's up, folks? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that I know? Hi. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here uh, we're popping it open. Diet citrus drop. Yeah. The it's big a classic beverage. Yes, it's fun it to is. just crack a beverage with the boys. Scott, yeah. tell me first, how are you today? I'm feeling good. It's nice, beautiful summer day. It is. We're out in Milwaukee. Really, no complaints there. It's an underrated city in the first place. Everyone knows that. It certainly um, is. Yeah, just getting it going, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got your uh, collective. Yeah, no. Through, right? Like my dad always said, nothing new on game day. Uh, when we met <laughs> up before, I had the fucking nitro cold brew. Got mm -hmm. the nitro cold brew, you know. Yeah. So fun fact, Scott and I, uh, we, I reached out to him because I wanted. He just, I just. Felt like Scott belonged on this show. I want to be on this show. Good. It was good. Well, I'm so glad that you asked. No, but yeah. I reached out to you after like, literally like it's been years since we've really like actually sat and had a conversation. And I was like, Scott, I think we'd have a really great show. Uh, and then you're like, let's meet up. Let's talk about it. So uh, we met at the Collectivo right down the street on Humboldt Ave. Shout out. Yes, shout out Collectivo. Um, I... And you brought your handy old notepad, mm -hmm. so took some notes. Just know I'm prepared. Yes, yeah. you did. My grandma taught me that one. Yes. I'm bringing all the, the whole lineage with me every single place I go. Man, you know? were, yes, you were, uh, you, <laughs> you were annotating. Yeah. And, um. I was like, Ben, we gotta get this shit yeah, down. We, yes. <laughs> we, you gotta tell me, like, what, what you're, what you're really asking me. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no, we just had a, we hung off for like an hour. We just talked about life mm -hmm. and about, you know, and that eventually we decided we need to, like, we need to just carry everything to the show. Yeah. Everything we talked about, we just need just it. know. I, we have to record yeah, it. Yeah, I came preloaded with my whole life story. I don't know if you need to keep going down the rabbit hole. We can keep going down, but fantastic. You know, um, it's interesting. You know, when you asked me to be on a show like this, uh, it's the first time I've ever been on a podcast. First of all, which is sick. Cheers. Yeah, cheers to that. I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, like you get this opportunity to be on a show. It's like. Well, what do I bring to the table? Who am I? Even? Yeah. You know, I know I do a lot of things. I'm kind of like a jack of all trades, you know. Um, but if I had to boil it down, I'd probably be like a meditation activist or like, yes. you know, someone who yes, like at are. least just yeah. recommends it yeah. via skillful means. Do everything yeah. I can to try to get people into it. Um, you know, uh, life student. Shoot. Yeah, right. I mean, life pushes <laughs> yeah. you around, you know, like really like, you can only respond to what life has. Yeah. And I just work a lot, you know, I'm a fucking work hound. You're a, you're a spiritual scholar, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You're, yep. yeah, dude. Um, also I just want to, uh, remark on, uh, I, I love the fit today. Yeah. You look like you're going duck hunting. Hell yeah, I am. Oh, are you? Yeah, yes. No, yeah. I'm looking like, yeah, like Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Yeah. Hat, you know? Yeah. You look like you're doing some, uh, you're those who are on podcasts. You're going like to do some, some fly fishing after it's this. It's like a camo brimmed. I don't even know what, what the call, what the style is, but it's great. It's though. styling, man. It I'm is great. And it's up. And it is, um, it is a really, really great day. It's not, it's not too hot. It's a little, we got some cloud cover today. It's a, it's like a perfect, like comfortable summer day. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. It's beautiful. So, and, and that I feel like is, uh, it's ideal to be talking about on a very wonderful day like this. It's ideal to just be talking about comfort and wellness and just the ability to reroute yourself. And yeah. that's, as you were saying, um, as you were kind of, um, introducing you did uh bring up that you meditate mm -hmm. uh, it's a really big um it's a coping mechanism for you it's a, some it's an art form a skill that you have mastered or at least been working on mastering over the years and um 
with any skill or art form, it you do not you're not an expert right away. No, by no means. I think once you start to assume that you know something, you're going to shit spill right yeah. away. You know, yeah. <laughs> goodbye. You know, you have to constantly be focused on fundamentals and your approach with that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, with meditation, it is a constant refinement. Like, I think that's like what people seek out initially with it mm -hmm. is you're trying to like you know find some balance with certain areas of life that you weren't focusing on beforehand. You want to be more mindful of that kind of stuff. Um, but we, even when you're there, you know, you, yeah. you find that spot where you're three months into habitually meditating, you know, which is a fantastic place to be. If anyone even gets there, if like you get the means to do something like that, yeah, couldn't recommend it more. Just to do something habitually every single day and you know what you're going to do when you wake up is such a cool feeling and you just know, you know, there's a certain yeah. confidence and a certain approach to that. Um, you know, uh, I just think that's a really cool thing. Um, yeah, with that, um, it's a constant refinement, like I said. Uh, like, I think I have to, if I'm gonna go into all that, I would love to just start with uh, what brought me into yeah, it. Yeah, take us back, man. Yeah, um, so I guess initially, I grew up in Waukesha, um, little kid in Waukesha, very conservative yeah. uh, city in Wisconsin. Very you know, nice. I saw a lot of different things. I saw a lot of different viewpoints. Um, in contrast, I moved to Milwaukee about seven years ago. Went to school for about two and a half years, uh, dropped out. Um, I got in some, you know, I, I think I sort of jumped over a couple things there, but with that, you know, I was in school, I was in some relationships leading into moving to Milwaukee. Um, they weren't the most like, you know, uh, positive outlook. I had sort of a negative outlook on myself uh, throughout these relationships. Sure, yeah. Um, and a lot of that stuff just sort of built up and I, I hit like a wall where like I was depressed. Absolutely. It was hard to talk to anybody about it. Um, just because I had like, uh, you know, just trauma and negative experiences with past relationships. And I think yeah. I needed to like sort of build on that and figure out how I could find myself. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, you know, with meditation, right? Isn't that the thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so luckily enough, one of my good friends asked me to be in a Buddhism class. Yes. And that was the first thing that sort of got me into that realm of thought even, you know. I shout out Logan Shell. Yeah, right? shout out to Logan Shell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, say, I remember yeah. you mentioned he was the dude no, that yeah. asked you. On a whim. Buddhist no, on a whole, to on a total yeah. whim. And that shit changed my life. Absolutely. Yeah. And you say that, you know, it, it quite honestly took me from being in a deficit, in a pit, you know, to being on top of a goddamn mountain, you know, <laughs> like looking out and seeing the world and um, you're on a peak. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Looking out with love. And I guess, especially when you're in like a depressive state yeah. where you just got out of a breakup, feel like ass, and you look oh, out yeah. in the world and you assume everyone hates you. Yep. To go from that to going out and trying to see the good in everyone, that's a total different paradigm change. And to do that, especially if you're going through some shit like that, is so crucial. That's why I'm an advocate for that kind of stuff, you know? So, um, going into that again, I took that Buddhism class. Lots of different um, philosophies learned in that. Um, there's a lot of different sectors of Buddhism, um, but I think I took something from every single one. There's the Hinayana, uh, Mahayana, and then Zen Buddhism. Uh, three different kinds of Buddhism. I guess they're, it's all sort of similar in, in their own way. It's just a different approach. Sure. Um, but with that, I would say there's a certain, like, you say love and fear. Uh, yep. The two main drivers. Um, and I think Buddhism interprets that as uh, emptiness and compassion. Mm. Um, same thing, you know, same kind yeah. of thing, uh, really yeah. with emptiness, it's sort of like this whole, like, uh, emptiness is almost like the dark side of, yeah. really, of I guess, this, uh, this whole concept, you know, it's kind of like fear, almost, it's kind of like, hey, fuck you, fuck everybody else, you know, like, yeah, it's just right, this whole yeah. mentality, but then there's the compassion side, and I think you have to play the middle way with both of those things, it's sure. like, the compassion is, you have to consider that everyone who's living right now could have potentially, you could have been in their shoes, no doubt. So like, yes, you can be like, hey, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, yeah. empty all the time, or you could be compassionate. It's a little bit of both, you know, when you're out with friends, you know, consider the fact that, you know, you could be in their shoes and that would be, and like, if it's a bad situation, yeah. it'd be a bad situation, so consider that. Um, but you can also have fun, you know, and play the game and have, you know, be a little bit more ignorant, you yeah. know, I think that's yeah. that balance that um, Buddhism sort of focuses on, you know, you can have fun and make fun of people as long mm -hmm. as it's a good thing, you know, it's like it's in good heart and good compassion, you know, like that. Um, so those are kind of like the real, like, like super fundamental, like Buddhist, like quality. I didn't want to go on a huge lecture yeah. about Buddhism at all. I am um, curious about Buddhism in a lot of ways, though, yeah. because I, it's sort of like I think there's only like one or two percent of the world population that yeah. claims to be a Buddhist. Yeah, it's like it, very underrated sort of uh, philosophies. Because it is hailed with like a lot of that, like, um, 
that self mysticism and like really finding and finding that sort of that inner that core of yourself to you know that once you find it you can spread it to, around to the world around you sort of stuff mm -hmm. yeah and uh with meditation in particular i love that you said that because it starts off and i guess it's like the symbolic um thing is like you plant a seed and with that like that seed you water that plant every single day and that's the meditation practice and like you have to consider that as like an evolution and like yeah. after every single day that plant just keeps sprouting and sprouting and i think you truly will see benefit from it um whether it's just like an emotional state thing taking census of how you're feeling, but then also like out looking. And then once you get to the point where you feel good about your own personal emotions, like you can start to like look outside of yourself. And like, I think that's like the ultimate goal with anybody who's feeling depressed is like, you don't want to have to worry about yourself anymore. Mm -hmm. And if you can get to that point where you look out and you're like trying to help other people, holy shit, you've crossed that bridge. Yeah. And now you're like, yeah, it's, and it's just so cool. I mean, um, you know, I, I, that's like really the end goal, I think, with this kind of stuff is to be able to like not even worry about what you have on your plate. It's like, oh, what does everybody else have? What can yeah. I do to help everybody else? Um, and I say that now, not even knowing if I'm at that state. You know, yeah. I, I, I do go on sort of meditation binges where like I'll do it for like I've done it two huge sessions, essentially. I've done one for eight months straight. That was the first time I ever started me meditating. Um, and at eight months, I felt so good. I felt like I, I don't know why I stopped, but I just sort of felt like um, it would be nice to understand where other people were coming from sometimes. Because yeah. a lot of people I was around were like almost more stressed than I was. So I felt like um, maybe to get an angle on what I was going on, I was so yeah. chill, you know? Like, yeah. um, so I felt like I would break that a little bit. But um, maybe a year after that, I decided there was a very like spiritual moment that happened with me and I felt like I just needed to hit it again. So I went a good year and six months straight meditating. Wow. Yeah. Um, my biggest advice for anybody who's getting started would be to just journal about it for the first like week or two. Sure. Um, just to not only get like a, a grounding sort of mechanism to like get in that habit started, mm -hmm. but like, you know, just to, to figure that out, um, and get that, you know, that base layer, it's really yeah. just getting that started. Um, and yeah, there's a very particular process with that. I don't know if you want me to get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really uh, really simple. I mean, you start off. It's so like relatable too. Yeah. I mean, I literally I'll wake up in the morning and I'll take a shit. <laughs> I do that's the same thing. Of, that's part of the process. You I know? Start you're the, a meditator. How'd you know? <laughs> wow. Well, I start the coffee pot first, and then okay. The there you go. Yeah. I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the coffee, I try to like. That's almost a meditation in its own right. Right. Yeah. No, it is though. Because like, I mean, I have really to get that it, button press beep. It's very ritualistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it takes time and it takes usually by the time I'm done uh, taking my morning dump, yeah. the coffee's ready and I can like, you know, actually uh, get my day going with like the caffeine and productivity oh, yeah. and whatnot, you know? Definitely. I think that's a relatable part of it. I mean, you wake up and you gotta go to the bathroom. You were just, you were just wake up and you have to take a shit. <laughs> every single, no, I literally do every single day. It's like actually like it is like routine for me to yeah. do it. And like today. My roommate was in the shower, so <laughs> I was- You did him dirty. Dude, I was stressed. Oh. Because <laughs> I could start the coffee pot, but I couldn't fucking take my shit. I and I had to go so stressed. bad. I was- I was- Were you just sitting at the door like- <sighs> Yeah, I was like pacing- I was pacing around the fucking house <laughs> because I needed to take a shit. But- Oh, yeah. But, yes, it's- it is like, um- because it's like, you know, it's kind of like how people have like, you know, those shower thoughts mm -hmm. in the same way. Love it's like, those. yeah, but, take notes on, but there's shit thoughts, thoughts too. Yeah. You know, there's uh because it's like, it's shit thoughts. Yeah. No, very valid point. Because it's like, you're just point. sitting there or in the shower, you're standing and you're just <laughs> reflecting and thinking as you're doing a very ritualistic thing. Yeah. That's about like cleansing yourself it is yeah and it, in doing so it makes your thoughts you know kind of you you're reflective on like where there's anger or toxicity or otherwise just something you have a some kind of like so, something that you're giving a lot of meaning to that is just dwelling on your mind totally. um and it's kind of i and i i say that because like literally like you know those are literally like the same like thoughts I sit on every time when I'm showering or when I'm on the toilet. Like it's always that whatever my mind is defaulting to is something that's on my mind. Totally. You know? Totally. That is wild that you say that. Cause it's like, 
Who would have thought? Like, I've yeah. been making these connections. Don't get me wrong, I always relate to people on that. Same thing, like, that is my first step with my meditative process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taking a shit in the morning, you yeah, know? And yeah. uh, um, it's so funny because, that, like like you said, that that's pretty much the same kind of approach with meditation. Like, it's kind of that common denominator thought that bubbles up. You know, you have to, like, let, let that pop up and you have to understand, like, where it's coming from and, like, what it means, maybe. You have to interpret that. And, um, yeah, so that's just funny that it's so relatable in that, right? I mean, you wake yeah. up take shit. I saw a really funny, <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw a funny tweet one time where it's like you spend like five percent of the time in the shower, like washing yourself. The mm -hmm. other five percent just standing there doing nothing, and the other ninety percent <laughs> you are winning fake arguments. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. And it's like you're like arguing with your coworkers. Yeah. In your head and no, shit. I like literally. I no, I formulate so okay. many fucking conversations in my head when I'm in the shower, and I'm just like constantly thinking about. Yeah, I'm gonna totally like. I'm gonna treat this this person's fucking life. I'm gonna tell this person off and shit. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally like, you know, I'm gonna totally you know shit on their life because, <laughs> because they pissed me off. Yeah, this like that. maybe this. Yeah, like you just to validate yeah. that one negative interaction. Right. Who knows when? It's, yeah, it's just that that like catharsis in, in yep. your head where it's I've... like you're just you have to think out loud and I'm just yeah. thinking about yeah. If this argument ever happens, this is exactly what you're I'm like premeditating. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I swear to God, if they talk to me about my shoes, I'm gonna be preloaded with this comment. God damn. Yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Well, uh, nice. Camry. I'm serving this no, one up. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's going through. It's but I feel like that's kind of where it's it's interesting because that is sort of where that like that like you're it's where that meditative thinking is where it's yeah. like you're just. Whatever you're dwelling on is just something that you are just defaulting to constantly. Yeah. And there is like that way where you have to like, instead of necessarily like, and this is something I know many of us have to work on is instead of like ch defaulting to like, okay, what, what am I going to say in this situation? Like, like, how am I going to like, you know, like bring justice to this anger and shit I'm feeling, but instead it's like, you know, how can we think about, well, how can we think about simply just identifying that it's there, but not letting it, you know, not acting on it. Yeah. Not, not letting it, like, not letting it, uh, you know, conquer our thoughts or especially or, your actions, you yeah. know, like, like what are you going to do to like accept it and move forward with it besides having to dwell on it and sink, sink into this, like, you know, place where you're just gonna make a weird rebuttals at yeah. some point make a fool of yourself right you know? yeah, like, yeah. Um, very foolproof protection you know yeah, exactly. kind of, yeah, that's what yeah. meditation's about so yeah I mean you take a go to the bath you know it's a very simple approach take a shower logistically that just makes sense go to the bathroom take the shower yep. that's just that's how you do but, that yeah, you know package if you, deal if you're doing routine. it the other way around I'm gonna question some of your antics yes that's fine you know yeah. everyone's yeah. gonna do their own thing yeah um, directly from there I'm um, even like drying yourself is kind of a meditative process. Um, drying yourself, I actually dry off my shower curtains. This is kind of an extra thing, but I find I find it if I don't do it, it's like I'm skipping out on that one thing that I do. Yeah, just because like the longevity of these shower curtains, like they'll get you know watery. They get tattered. If you don't dry them, I'm just saying. Right. It even said that on the packaging. I'm following the directions here, guys. <laughs> yeah. So cheap ass shower curtain. That's what I got. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, right from the shower, I'll go straight to my room. Um, Hopefully it's not too cold in my house uh, in the winter times. Typically that's a very, uh, um, you focus on the emptiness of the situation in that regard. You're just like, life is empty. I'm just going to walk to my room. My nipples yep. are hard. I'm walking home. It is a very nihilistic uh, stretch of, yes. of, of the morning. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you get to your room, lay out the yoga mat. Simple as that. Um, do two sun salutations. Typically, that's just fundamental yoga 101. If you don't know what that is, it's a simple stretch. Um, you know, you breathe in, put your arm, you know, you do the whole thing. Yeah. Arms up, arms down, go down to the floor, uh, child's pose, back down, um, uh, sit back up. Uh, it's just a routine stretch. You can look it up online. You guys, mm -hmm. you're on the internet right now. Right, right, um, exactly. You know, that, uh, there's a particular pose called crocodile pose, uh, which is really good for your diaphragm. Uh, it's really good with uh, uh, dilating your diaphragm or expanding it. Um, it's pretty much laying down flat on the ground uh, with your head sort of on your, uh, on your arms like this. Um, just kind of like flat on the ground. It's almost like you're laying straight on the ground. 
uh, it just opens up your stomach because like the pressure with the floor pushing up against your stomach just opens up and expands your lungs. Uh, I find that's a great way to get your day started with that. Uh, it's sort of like a, it's the body, senses, and then the mind, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, you have to go in that exact order, and that's why you start with the bathroom, you know, the physical yeah. aspects of how to clear and cleanse yourself. Yeah. Uh, Body-wise, yoga is like sort of stretching out the muscles and everything. Um, so the crocodile pose, um, corpse pose as well. Um, after that, we'll do a sensory exercise. Uh, it's called like a body scan, typically. You'll hear that a lot, especially in you know, like American uh, yoga practice and stuff like that. Um, which essentially, you sit down in corpse pose, which is just uh, kind of like crocodile pose, but on your back. It's really just like laying flat on the ground, but yeah. looking up at the ceiling rather sure, than yeah. down the floor. I do remember, vaguely remember some of the stuff, because I did take um, intro to yoga Hell yeah. junior year. Good shit. It was at 8 a.m. though. I, I saw it was that. early. It was, it was <laughs> I yeah. that. I had to walk like so far yeah. just to do some yoga. Don't you love that though? I, it, it was probably pretty cool, but it was probably such an odd routine to yeah. like try to get into right away. Right, yeah. It's because like, I I feel like I would want to do yoga in like mid afternoon. That would have been in a more a more ideal time slot to do it. But, yeah. You know, but you're doing it in like your your own space yeah. and in the comfort of like your own house and everything. And I do recommend that for anybody who's never done yoga. I think I might be in a very small percentage of people that recommend never going to a yoga studio. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I recommend taking, well, I, not, I'm not against like learning it from somebody. I absolutely think that's a valid thing. If you need to go to a class to learn how to do it initially, absolutely. I'm not against that. But I don't see it valid to pace, like have somebody like, you know, teach you every single time. You know, the point I think is to take that seed of knowledge and then like apply it yeah. and do it in your own home where you're not, you don't have to pay somebody. You right, know? Like, yeah. If I have to pay somebody five dollars every time to meditate, it's like a weird like subscription, you know? Yeah. It's not. It's like they're they're capitalizing off of your uh, your, your need to yeah, like, self refine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, I do. I've done hot yoga maybe twice. It was very hot though. I like room temperature yoga. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. I've heard it's. I've heard it is uh, grueling. It's for a somebody. very Americanized thing, but maybe there are some sectors in other places where they do that. It's just for me. I uh, like room temperature yoga. Like mindfulness and meditation, just simple as that, you know. Like doing it in my own house, I don't like to pay anybody. Um, Fair, yeah. But there was a thing you said I wanted to go back to um, with um, like why I was getting into meditation. I uh, I was actually seeing a therapist because I had broken up with my girlfriend. I was really sad, depressed. Like I said, I was pretty much clinically depressed. Like I would look out and everyone, I thought everyone hated me. Yep. Um, and I was telling my therapist that, um, and he and I was like explaining him the yoga process, and he's like, "Oh well, it's like I, I was, you know, so like distraught and stuff. I was like, I don't know what my family's gonna think of it. You know, what are they gonna say? He's like, Well, what do you do? You know, I'm like, Oh, I wake up early, I stretch, yeah. I, I breathe. He's like, What's wrong with that? You know, what's <laughs> that? You know, I'm like, it just goes to show like the state of somebody who's depressed. I mean, like. Like thinking on that now, like it doesn't even make sense that I would be all concerned what my family thought of what I was doing. I was literally stretching in the morning and getting my day started in a proper way. You yeah, know? It'd be a different story if I was doing some, you know, some really fucked up shit like that. Uh, but it's a safe thing, and I, that's why I have no problem suggesting it. It's funny you call it a coping mechanism because yeah. it usually you have a connotation with something like that. You know, you hear a coping mechanism, it's like, oh, like what are they on smack? Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's but it's something that you're just like doing. Just sort of naturally, you're you're naturally doing it for just comfort, and exactly. not, not not necessarily like you're trying to like, you know, um, flush out any like negative energy mm -hmm. out of your system like every day or like you know, maybe initially though. I will say yeah, that. yeah, sure. maybe initially based so on what like, you were doing, like yeah. what you were going to therapy for, and for, like that does make sense, but. I think that when we think we, when we do think about coping mechanism, that there has to be some kind of like underlying issue present. Totally, yeah. Whereas it doesn't have to. Does, yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be. It could just be something that just helps you, you know, just uh, get your day started. Just that being said, though, I can't tell you how many times I've been like maybe I don't know six months in. I mean, even when I went, you're in six months. There'd be times like I don't know nine months in where I'd be meditating and then this like sense of like you know very like oh my god I totally forgot that happened yeah. this emotional state pops up and I'm like all like paranoid about it about this one thing that happened in my English class back in 10th yeah. grade that I totally like had like 
buried down deep and I never even considered that it happened and like, yep. you know. That happens to me all And it just too. pops up and you're like, oh yeah, that happened. I can let it go now. Thank yep. God. Good riddance. I'm moving on. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, like there are like these deep, I will say there are some deep seated shit that will pop up. Um, but maybe that's just me and that's a very subjective thing, but I still think, who knows, there's some shit in your elbow that you need to get rid of, boy, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's probably some stuff out there, like, I noticed that with the physical aspect of my routine, like, doing yoga particularly, I find that important because, yeah, like, who knows, some, like, you'll have, like, these tremors throughout your body if you do practice it, where, like, you'll, like, you know, stretch a certain way and be like, oh my gosh, there must be some tension. Yeah. Whether it's emotional, physical, some sort of memory-based mm -hmm. tension in your leg. I don't know. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Probably science-wise, yeah. but it's meditation-wise, it does make sense to me. I truly think there'll be like weird things that are like, you know, deep-seated in your actual physical body like that. Like where... It's kind of pseudoscience. Yeah, that is interesting. Like, so like where there's some kind of... Um, some kind of past memory or trauma that is present in some different part of your body. Yeah, like who would have thought like in your toe you had that one time you farted in English class and you, <laughs> you stretched yeah. out enough times where that, that bubbled up, you did, know? Did you, like, did you, is that an example? I did, yeah, that was an example. <laughs> and it was in your toe? It was incredibly embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got sent out of class and like I, I sat outside of class for a very long time. I actually came into class at the very end I wrote a poem about how I passed gas in class and it, yeah. it had to rhyme, you know? It was one time. <laughs> it was a thing. Nice. Yeah, there was, there was one time in uh, in high school in like my sophomore year um i like we were like literally taking a, a test or something and um i threw something at so like it was like literally like a paper ball i like threw it at like somebody and my teacher was like get out oh yeah. <laughs> and while it was silent in class and she just goes get out and like everyone started looking at me and like yep i fucked up yeah and i got sent out of class and uh and she like berated me for throwing something in her class yeah. and i was like how the fuck did i do that mm -hmm. I, everyone's fucking looking at me now like yeah. i'm this is people are gonna think about this and like tell their friends like yeah, for the rest of the jerk, day yeah thing, like it's like fucking a. I don't like, think you ever considered the political implications of your actions. No, nope, high school. Not at fifteen. That, it was no. all about clout. <laughs> it wasn't even about like the politics and your relationships with everybody. It was all about clout. How cool can you be? You know yeah. how wild can you yeah, act? And shit right. Like, like that, what can know? I get away with? Yeah, and that was kind of like something that I did give meaning to in high school. Is what can I get away with? Yeah. You know, what is everything I can do to like entertain people and make people think positive yeah. about me without me getting in trouble for it or without me sabotaging something. Yeah. And I definitely uh, skidded on that thin ice throughout my high school no career. Doubt. Like, I, I mean, definitely acted up in class a lot. I think that's it? so common. I mean, from like, you know, 14 to the 18 range, that's where like you're trying to go everything against the grain. But then when yeah. you go like, you know, 18 to 21, you're, you're still again, maybe you even ex exponentially go through that even more. Like you're even more wild, more crazy. Um, but then I think once you hit that 21, you move forward, that's when things like start to really like, you have to actually start to become a member of society, yeah. you know? Like yeah. that's when shit really hits you and you're like, oh, I can't be acting like fool all the time. I have to like, you know, com contribute, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. do my part or else I'll get shut out of society, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's a very wild thing to do, you know? Uh, yeah, life's nuts. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Like I, yeah, because it's like now if I threw something, like I wish I could tell somebody, you know, you get that outlet to like give that wisdom off. But I think yeah. it's just an experiential thing. People just learn that at their own rate, you know. Yeah, because I mean, it's like if I would have done something like that in college, like, like if I would have like thrown something at somebody in class in college, it's like, well, I'm not in college anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, that that shit's not tolerated whatsoever. Yeah. So like, you really like as you get older, you really have to like clean up your behavior and, and really conduct yourself positively towards other people. Otherwise, like, that's just not going to be an environment where you're wanted in. Exactly. And, yeah. um, and that is like, you know, that is something that like, you kind of just learn with life in general. If you're, if you're a dick, if you're an asshole, if you're just, if you're acting up and just being 
doing shit just for the sake of being edgy, then it, that's not just wait. That, yeah, 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 like it's gonna come back to <laughs> yeah, you. Just like wait. It's, yeah. So with that, you know, it's the physical side. Um, do the sensory exercise. That's where you're laying in corpse pose, and pretty much from that, you'll start at the very tip of your head, and you tell yourself. Uh, it's like a, in your head, you have to say, "I relax in the top of my forehead." You know. Uh, my eyebrows and eyes, nose, cheeks, like your the corners of your mouth, your jaw, neck, shoulders, all the way down to the tip, like the tip of your toes, and like I think in that mental understanding of oh I'm relaxing, you know, my mind, all the way down to my toes and up there, there's a certain clarity of just being like okay I literally scanned every single part of my body today, like I yeah. thought about all the way down to my fingertips, all the way down to my toes, all the way back, and like. That's 100% of you, you know? Yeah. You can at least put yourself in that, like, it's like you can mentally, like, put yourself into your fingertips if you yeah. think about wow. it, you know? Like, how am I feeling in my fingertips right now? You close your eyes and you, like, put yourself there, you know? If you can do that all the way there, there's a certain clarity and a certain, like, like I said, if you make that your habit, certain clarity you can take to approaching your day where it's just like, I don't have to consider any of the weird variables that my own personal body is gonna throw at me. You know, yeah. I'm confident in my emotional state and I'm confident in my approach. So like, henceforth I can look on and look forward to yeah. everyone else, make sure they're good because if they're not good, I might not be good too. Yeah. So yeah, that's leading into meditation. We haven't even gotten to actually yeah, meditating, right? right? right. The meditation is such a small part of the process yeah, actually. It's right. mostly yoga and mostly like the approach initially. Like and, yeah, I feel being like, able to get out of bed right in the morning yeah. is probably the hardest thing. I feel like meditation is like, a, it can be sort of an umbrella, like all encompassing idea exactly. when it comes to, because it is a really lengthy process. Yeah. So let's like, yeah, get into like the actual titular meditation. Yes. So the actual meditation is going to be like five minutes of just saying a mantra in your head. Um, simple as that. Like it could be even one minute. I think initially I just did like one minute on a timer on my phone. Um, but it would be after that whole process. Obviously the yoga, um, crocodile pose, uh, corpse pose, body scan. Yeah. And then yeah, you just sit um, you can do all sorts of different leg positions, but really if you just sit cross-legged with like a, you know, a good posture, as simple as that, just focusing on having your neck straight, back straight, spine aligned and whatever. And uh, yeah, you just breathe, you know, as simple as breathing in, out, uh, it's really like however you want your mantra to be. If you don't know what mantra is, it's simply like uh, something you say in your mind to, you know, something you allocate towards inhalation and exhalation. It's usually just, even if you wanted to keep it simple in layman's terms, we are with the internet today, zero, one. Who do you, you know, like, yeah. inhale, zero, exhale, one. That's all you think. It's just going to be zero, one. It's something one. that you, it's zero, like a, one. it's just like a mental set. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, something that you can, like, you know, fall back to or resort to in order to, like, ground yourself yep. in some way. And anybody who's listening, it would be like, you know, if you just went a minute, even after this podcast, literally a minute of just saying, even if it was zero one, just to keep it, because you know, everyone's got their own mantra. Usually people are allocated mantras and stuff by their, you know, their spiritual guru yeah. and stuff. Just, you know, whatever your mantra is, say a mantra for one minute, I guarantee you there's not going to be something that pops into your head. Like there's going to be a random thought that pops in your head and like, who knows what it will be? I'm curious, you know, who knows what it is, but yeah. like, you're going to realize there's something that is gonna come up and distract you. Your mind is like a monkey that's constantly throwing stuff at like a whiteboard. And like, like if you can calm that monkey down so he's not throwing shit up on your whiteboard, like you can chill out and you know have such a more like humble approach to everything. Yeah. Um, so that's like a very be... symbolic interpretation of it, but I think it's true. Like yeah. in that minute of you know, meditating, you'll find something like that monkey's gonna throw some shit at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could be thinking about a, a banana dancing <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah, like, no, yeah, sometimes it is really arbitrary. Yeah, stuff. that's probably just because we're guys, though. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, we're just thinking about this really like obscure and just yeah. very like you know, absurdist shit all the time. <laughs> which I used to be self conscious about. I'm like, why, like, what relevance does this have in any in any mind whatsoever? Yeah. I think about such a ridiculous or wild thing, but that is just, I think I read somewhere that some 47% of our daily thoughts are all like fantasy they're fantasies or they're all you know completely fictionalized accounts of something mm -hmm. um like which is crazy because like half of our thoughts don't make sense is sort of what that says yeah um and i feel like i find some comfort in that because i used to get self-conscious and 
worry is there's something wrong with me because yeah. I would think I would you know my mind is just deep into imagination or constantly in like fantasizing about one thing or another that just is not applicable to real life at all but having that comfort that a lot of other people are in their own world too mm-hmm. is you know it, it's you know indicative that it's just uh, it's part of just human nature to just constantly be in you know just having just a lot of imagined scenarios oh, making course. sense of something that this is how they perceive the world. Totally. I think it's very common to sort of take everyone else's position for granted and not even consider, you know, something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's just myself. I don't always, I mean, I'm not always in that mind state where I'm like, oh my gosh, is everyone else okay? Uh, sometimes I am truly concerned about where I'm at. You know, I need yeah. sleep and I need, you know, I need to eat good and everything right, like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's very, very important to be considering other people's points of view, yeah. you know? Very crucial. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, with my process, let's see. Um, yeah, the meditation is simple as, you know, one to five minutes. And like, it's funny, I say meditation, but truly speaking, waking up, going to the bathroom, showering, doing the yoga, everything else leading up to that, in my opinion, is meditation. It's like that approach and like keeping that. How long does that typically take each day? Um, just about like, I mean, honestly, like 45 minutes or so starting from waking up. Like if you have that discipline where you're like waking up and you're like, waking up, beaming out of bed, you know what yeah. I mean? Going straight to the shower and like you ha like you can just like get into that rhythm where Some like- Some willpower there. No, yeah, that's the discipline too. That's yeah. another like fundamental sort of uh, philosophy yeah. that you need to take on. I think if you're gonna do it, it's just having a self-discipline where like, no matter what went on, I don't care how drunk you were last night. Like, especially in college, I was like getting wasted and then like still waking up, bing, right in the morning going to shower, you know, I'm like, yeah. I'd be like so groggy and like still waking up and going at it like hard and like I'll go straight to the shower or straight to the bathroom shower get in my room meditate and I think in those experiences particularly I learned so much about myself yeah. um, because it's such a reflective thing where like if you are feeling groggy or whatever um, not only is it like a wild hangover cure I think it probably like it saved me many times like if I ever felt like I did something really stupid the night before and I woke up and that's funny that I'm saying that I don't think many meditation activists are even doing shit like yeah. that but I think you know you can really benefit from that kind of stuff it's like I don't know how many of my friends I see who are hungover at work or whatever and it's like if you only knew <laughs> if you yeah. only practice this shit you might be able to like at least take a census of those emotions mm -hmm. like I can't claim to have a hangover here but I think it does help I mean breathing yeah I mean that's how you lose a lot of water weight I mean I could imagine something in science of that would make sense where yeah. you breathe more in the morning after you drink it might work out wow interesting I yes I wouldn't have thought of that because usually I'm just just chugging light and <laughs> I'm usually yeah usually I'm just chugging water and then writhing around in pain and yeah. agony and just because hangovers are the worst because like I can never like sit still yeah when you when you have a hangover it's you're so tired and groggy but you can't sit still either um, yeah. which is terrible so maybe I'll start just breathing more yeah maybe that will be a yeah very simple but also uh, possible remedy yeah I think if you're really really like physically drained and emote well I get so like if I'm really hungover I'll get to the point where I can't even take census of my emotions they're so overwhelming yeah. and so like I quite honestly Same. can't yeah. handle them like I feel like I almost would rather be dead <laughs> you know isn't yeah. that like the thing with hangovers? right where it's just, like, you can't your your mind it, it like the pain that you're in it is kind of like uh, it's talking over your emotions trying to speak to you yeah yeah which i have definitely been there as well definitely that's um, the emptiness taking control yeah. and yeah really yeah. riddling your body you know what can you do to help that so how have you noticed like just your life has changed or how your life has just overall um how you've noticed differences in the way you know you think and behave and just perceive things yeah. uh, since you really began getting in this routine. Sure. Well, honestly, yeah, I think sometimes I do get overwhelmed with the fact that everything is in a constant process. Like, uh, so I work in restaurants a lot and um, 
like whenever I'm like seeing all the food and like it's even if I'm in a walk-in cooler and I see all this food it's wild to me because like, I really do consider all the places like uh, there'll be food from all over like the state you know like all sorts of different farms and stuff and I'm just like my mind gets blown because I consider that kind of stuff I think um, especially when you're eating like there's like the this sort of outlook that you gain from it where like you start to consider I mean I don't know what the fuck in diet soda you know but you try to consider everything and like all the things that people like things come from not only that but people everyone's got their own life and you try to consider that but I still think that's an overwhelming thought I just but to like be able to consider it you know and outlook that or look at that without look it's a good thing um, how has my view changed um, yeah it's it's such an open-ended thing I, I want to make sure I hit that right it's like you know I I think I've always had a pretty positive outlook. I think uh, I thought I think I saw some about happiness saying like 65 of your life's happiness is already predetermined. Um, so I feel like I've had a pretty good outlook, but I sure. think um, in that I've started to place myself in other people's shoes a lot more and like you know not just sort of pawn off certain outlooks or certain like people's positions because easily enough I could be in their shoes. And, you know mm -hmm. I think that's very fundamental thing that I've already said, but I think it's very crucial to start considering, you know? Um, yeah, because once, like if you're stuck in your head, and I'm sure there's so many people who have never heard of meditation, never even thought about it, and they're only in their shoes all the time, yeah. and they never really consider other viewpoints. How does it help with anxiety? Anxiety um, it really helps, incredibly. Honestly, I don't know if I would be talking to you right now if I didn't meditate, you know? I mean, we pretty much got together, or like we met because of theater at UWM. Yes, and we did. Yeah. Like just the theater folk out at UWM, yeah. you know? And uh, without the no self doctrine, which is a very Buddhist doctrine, it's like essentially saying that your identity is a fluid thing. Like you could be anybody, anyone, any, you know? And like that is where I sort of was like, I think acting would be pretty freaking sweet, you yeah. know? Cause it's like, you can take on a role and like just everything that you thought you were like just throw that out the fucking window like you're you are someone new entirely this is who you are like that's why theater that was so fascinating to me at the time um don't get me wrong i still like it and i wish i could do more theater but i'm very very busy person right now yeah um hopefully we'll get there uh regardless i'm gonna do some auditions well that's besides the point uh, <laughs> sure besides the point um yeah um theater the no self doctrine i just find that like particularly was the main influence on that and I think with anxiety that's where that played in like the no self doctrine like I'd have very empty thoughts in theater a lot like it would be a lot of emptiness because you are focusing on um, a whole new realm you're almost at, like totally disengaging from the world we're in and almost like trying to put yourself in a whole new world um, very very interesting you know try to put yourself in a different like we're all here right now you know we're all in the same room but how can i be in a different world as everybody else you know yeah. I mean, that's why i'm kind of a kook i'm kind of a weirdo yeah. like that you know but i think meditation like it's you know i'm that kind of guy you know yeah um so it does help with anxiety uh, i think you can really uh, well i mean that's essentially it you know you're putting yourself in the present moment 100 you know you're not thinking about what's going to happen oh my gosh everything's happening right now what's going to happen you know i think that's the anxiety or mentality yeah same with depression you know it's like really sulking i think that was my main clause was i was so depressed you know i was totally caught up on all this old stuff and that's why i say like even like these thoughts pop up when i'm meditating because i think yeah, I was depressed. I was more of a depressed kind of a guy in general. I think that's like, if I'm feeling down, it's because of depression more than anxiety. But I've had my anxiety thoughts before. Um, and I know people with anxiety and I do think it would help plenty. Yeah. Well, that's me. That's definitely more me. Yeah. Like I'm always more of like the anxious type. Like overthinking a lot oh, of yeah. things. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, last night, like, um, yeah, I, uh, I just felt very overstimulated last night. I was at, after work at company brewing, I was, uh, you know, I, we get a shift drink. So I was enjoying my shift drink and then the underwear bike race ended and uh -huh. it, all these people were just swarming Jeez. in and there were like all these people that like I knew because there was also like a show going, there was also a concert there going on and uh, there were just so many people from so many different areas that I knew and it's like, who do I talk to? Mm. I don't feel like I can talk to anyone right now. I feel so overstimulated yeah. and like, I feel like you know, if I 
spend too much time talking to one person, I'll be ignoring another person that I know. Sure. Or, you know, I'm, I just felt like very detached from my surroundings because of how overwhelmed I felt, uh, which is a very, uh, I feel like that's a common mechanism, I guess. Yeah, well, I, I tr totally would think meditation would help you absolutely in certain areas like that. It's funny because even in college, uh, when I was like, when I was super into it, hot, meditating all the time, I would say when I was at parties was when I was most in my element because like, um, you know, I was sort of like, once again, I was looking with that, I don't even need shit. Like, I don't even need a drink right now. What do you guys need? You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't yeah. even like, Sometimes I wouldn't even drink that much. Like I would maybe take a shot and be like a little <laughs> loose, but like there was times when I would like just slam water shots and like I would just sit at the sink. No, and like I would be like publicly like just taking shots of water and be like, every single time I would take the shot, I'd be like, Ugh. and it was like totally indulge in like total bullshit. You know what I mean? Just to play with people. Oh, and I thought that was a, such a fun dynamic of meditation. You're like you, looking out and not worried about what you're going through. I'm just yeah. trying to like have everyone else have a good time. Oh my God. Next time we drink, can you please do that? Yes. No, yeah, Take absolutely. Take water shots yeah, and no, yeah. be dramatic about <laughs> yeah. it. Like just be yeah. hella dramatic. That's, those theater parties are so fun with people oh, that are just like yeah. feeding off that energy. Theater people are the best. Yeah, those, and like, like you said, that was the way we met. Yeah. I dated somebody who was in a play? Well, yeah, yep. or, well, I dated, no, well, I dated someone who was roommates with somebody who was in a play. Yep. And that's how I first saw uh, Steve the Mage. You see, yep, yep, yeah. Steve, the great mage, the great mage Steve. Oh, I love that role. Getting, didn't you, like, keep getting, like, I got killed, like, eight times. Yeah. Play, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got stabbed, I got my throat ripped out. That yeah. was hilarious. I had this, like, Velcro throat that got ripped out. I'm like, and I fucking, oh, passed out. Shout out, uh, uh, what is it, uh, she kills. She kills monsters. monsters Levi yeah. Miles, all the director of that show. Oh my gosh, everyone! If you're if you're watching this right now, I love you guys. Yeah. I love everyone over at UWM, the whole theater squad out there. Fuck. Yes. Awesome people. That was that was so much fun. Awesome I, I had a great time. My life. I had a great time with that play. But that was how we first came in contact. And like, yeah, that was, um, yeah, no, I um, I, I feel like it was also just really fun to like get to know and also party with yep. theater people because like. You know, they're constantly putting themselves in. You know, they're playing characters. Totally, you know, they're yeah. they're accessing different parts of their persona, of their emotions, of their. You know, they're they're giving a portrayal of a feeling or an emotion or like you know a setting, you know, what have you. Yeah. That I feel like can really like teach you about something about yourself in real life, and mm -hmm. I feel like that just makes people very people that are in theater or people that act in general are very generally very mindful people in Definitely, that way no doubt because you constantly are putting yourself in you know a different an entirely different you know um like a set of unique feelings and emotions that yeah. you can also just apply to you know a greater scope of the world and you can totally imagine where that is just a hilarious place to be especially if you're partying especially with that background like i was saying that emptiness compassion you're yeah. like looking out at the world like that holy cow like it can be hilarious just playing off of that going back and forth with theater people like oh my god oh, oh yeah i believe so it. good oh it's fun yeah um yeah like um i would say another thing with uh, when you're super deep into meditation, like when I'm out in public a lot, like especially when I was first getting into it, I was such like a like a young and naive kid still. I would like look out and like every single person, like it would almost be like a, a like a, just acknowledgement, you know. Like even if I didn't know the person, I walk past them, I just acknowledge, you know. Like even just to give them like a little, yeah. how do you do, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> the hat tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give them a little yeah. hat tip. Yeah, hey. I do the same thing. Um, I think that I don't even know these people, but yeah. like I'll acknowledge you. I mean, shoot, you know. What yeah, I mean? like yeah. when you start looking out the world and considering you could be that random fucking person that you're walking by. I mean, it's weird when you start to have that outlook. You're like, well, cheers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that we're in a great neighborhood for that too. River yeah. West is great for oh people that just yeah. acknowledge you. Um, yeah. Just on my way here, you know, this person walking their dogs, walked past and uh, smile. Hey, how's it going? I don't know, like, I don't know how I made that person feel, but I hope that it was positive and it felt, and they felt in that moment seen and heard and a part of this world. Yeah. 
And I'm so like blessed in general to even have people like that that have helped me out. Even like there was a day in particular I was very sad. I think there was a lot of BS going on in my life. I think my my bike tire had popped. Like I was like distressed. And uh, I was damn near. I was just emotional. I was mad. And like I'm sure someone saw that on my face and they're like, hey. You look like you're having a hard time. Like, have a nice day. And they literally—that's all they said. And I don't even know why they knew that or how they knew that. I was having a stressful day though, and they could clearly tell. And like that little comment really did make my day. It's weird how like the little things like that. And this person didn't know me, you know. So I'm blessed to even have anybody who's looking out yeah. like that too, you know. See, that is just feeling one with this world. Yeah, know? and I think that goes hand in hand with. That's why it's such a good thing. I think everyone. If everyone did that, could you imagine? Like, if everyone was just at least considering it a little bit to make a little snide comment or a little helpful comment to somebody, you know, even if it was a little sly comment, like, yeah, so about, right. hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I am like actually like a, I, I am pro making fun of people if it's in good heart, you know, oh, if it's in good dude, spirits, you know. So, 100%. I you know, we just had, it, just I had to chalk it up a yeah. little bit. Like, God, man. Um, I had an episode where I was talking about how I can't be around people that aren't gonna be able to make fun of me or that I can't, you know, make fun of them. Like, yeah. Just in affectionate. Exactly, you know, I think you can totally like say, hey, fuck you, bitch, to like a nice, in a nice way, like, you know, like, um, not to be using these words in, you know, negative context. Yeah, well, right, right, it's right, fun right. to make fun of people though, you know, I really do <laughs> yeah. think it is fun. Uh, as long as it's in good spirit. Yeah, um, it is. And it's also just a way that somebody, it, I feel like to me it, it demonstrates comfortability with somebody that yeah. you know some you know like like that you appreciate somebody for something that they do or some way that they yeah. are or it's that, an affectionate thing you can yeah, yeah it's a way to show that you care without having to be too direct about yeah. it i don't yeah but like no me by no means am i about like you know making fun of somebody when it's not in the right context right. You know, it yeah. has to be in the right context of course, of course. yeah or um, ridiculing something that like is out of their control. yeah like it's yeah that's it's a weird territory to be even discussing because like some people just don't know where to draw the line yeah <laughs> they just oh, yeah. don't Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Scott. Hey, hey, hey. Um, wonderful uh, discourse about meditation, mindfulness, all yeah. that good stuff. Um, so tell me what keeps you up at night. Oh my God. Oh, I didn't even think about this. What keeps me up? I'm always watching Alan Watts videos up at night. I don't okay. know if you know who that is. I don't really. He's a philosopher. He oh, keeps sure. me up at night, to be honest. I'll get like deep in thought. Man, you're staying, yeah. you're staying up for this whole philosophy shit too. Yeah. 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 Stay up. What, yeah. what puts you to sleep? Yeah. Uh, what puts me to sleep? Um, NyQuil sometimes, but I have a 12 hour rule about that. I don't like to take, you know, um, what puts me to sleep besides meditation? Just Alan Watts. I like I said. Yeah, I literally yeah. watch Alan Watts every night. Yeah. Why literally. am I? Why am I asking the guy who practices meditation what puts him to sleep? <laughs> like that's a, that's an oxymoron of yeah. sorts. Thanks for hey, being on the show. Pleasure. Great Absolutely. time. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. I'm definitely gonna try to think. I'm think. I'm going to think about how I can do some of these things more than I already do. Um, good stuff. So no, it's good stuff. Uh, so thank you for all your insights and inputs. Um, so meditate or at least think about meditating. Check it out. Guys. Even if it's a. Even if it's just a a segment of anything that he literally does, one minute. If you just did one minute, try to get a like figure out a mantra, YouTube it. You'll figure it. I mean, literally setting a timer on your phone for one minute, chill out, breathe. You'll find it helps a lot. That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.